Thanks for joining us on Sandville Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today is a 100 game milestone player for round 13 of the statewide Super League. It is North Adelaide Premiership forward Mitch Harvey. How are you Mitch? Zach, thanks for having me mate. Pleasure. Congratulations on reaching triple figures. Uh, you'll notch that up against West Adelaide at City Mazda Stadium on Saturday. What will it mean to you? Mate, it's a massive achievement. Um, yeah, something I looked at at the start of the year and thought um, hopefully keeping healthy and, and in reasonable form that I could get there. And Yeah, it's something I'll definitely look back on um, at the end of my career and, and be really proud of. Um, obviously, the SNF is a great league and it's a really good standard of footy, so to be able to get to 100 games is really good and hopefully there's a few more left in the bank. And to do it with your beloved North Adelaide Footy Club as well, um, yeah, it must mean a lot to you because obviously you started there a long time back uh, in the junior system, uh, way back with the under-16s uh, in 2010. So um, you've been down at Prospect uh, for the majority of your career. Yeah, definitely, mate. It means a lot. Um, obviously, as you said, I've spent a fair chunk of my footy career at Prospect Oval. Um, and, yeah, to be able to reach the milestone with them um, is, yeah, really, as I said, it would be something I look back on and, and be really proud of. So, yeah, um, yeah so looking back, it's, um, it's been a long road and obviously spent a bit of time at the Maggies throughout those years. But, um, yeah, no, it's been great. It'll be great to hopefully get another win for the, for the Roosters. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later down the track, but um, mm -hmm. tell us about how footy began for you, because I understand it wasn't exactly your number one sport to start with as a, as a child growing up, and that uh, hoops was a, a big part of your life. Yeah, I played a little, um, little bit of basketball. Um, it's in my family, and I sort of talked about a bit before with, um, with my cousins, um, playing at a pretty high level. Also played a fair bit of cricket um, and, and footy as well. Um, but um, once I sort of hit, reached sort of 14, 15, um, 16, played under 16s with, with North, um, sort of thought the future might be with footy. So um, decided to have a real crack at that. Um, and obviously with basketball, I probably didn't have the uh, athletic ability to <laughs> reach any sort of um, high levels in that, that area, so yeah, gave that away, but um, yeah, really happy that I chose footy in the end. Yeah, so I was going to say, you don't regret your decision? <laughs> no, 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 I think um, I think going with footy was the right idea, I think the other two are probably a little bit high, harder to reach high levels, and yeah. I probably didn't have any ability either, so yep. yeah, happy with my decision in the end. <laughs> and um, you alluded to a little bit earlier, um, tell us about, and the listeners for that matter, the um, the links and, and in terms of uh, basketball uh, throughout your family yeah. because yeah they're they're wide. Yeah, certainly my um my mum's sister Deb, her three of her kids, um, Ben, Tess and Jack, have all played at pretty significantly high levels. Mm -hmm. Ben and Jack have played yeah. the yes, I'd imagine family, yep, they've played um over in the US in the college system mm -hmm. um, and then returned and played in the NBL and then Ben's just recently returned from five years over in Europe. Yeah. Um, Tess is part of the Opal squad at the moment um, and playing in the WNBL. Yeah. Um, and Jack's actually moved over from footy to playing with the, with the Magpies, the Collingwood yeah. Magpies. I think he's chalked up about eight games now, which he lets me know about a fair bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's going, going well. Um, and, yeah, obviously... 
but they, they're all a little bit older than me, so I always yep. took a lot of inspiration out of the way they went about their sport. Mm. Um, and yeah, we've always remained pretty close throughout throughout the years. So um, yeah, they're actually um, really good role models for someone like me and, and the rest of the family. Yeah, no doubt with that sort of professionalism uh, in terms of yeah. elite sport, that would no doubt help you, as would, I would imagine, the fact that Matt Randell is your uncle as well. Yeah, Matty was a massive help and always is, um, always up for a chat. And also his, older, um, his younger brother Tim and mm-hmm. Steve, um, they would they'd be happy with the mention. <laughs> they, yeah. um, they actually come out and watch a fair bit, Matt's over in Melbourne, but when he's over, yeah. we always catch up. And he was a massive help when I was a bit younger going, into the draft system and then into the AFL system with um, plenty of advice and, and help along the way. Mm-hmm. Obviously having a successful VFL career himself and then now being in the recruiting game, he's got a pretty good wealth of knowledge, so he helped me along the way. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, always had really good support from the family um, yep. across far and wide, so, yeah, it's always been handy. Excellent. And then uh, let's turn the attention back on to yourself. Uh, 2014 um, was your first year in the AFL slash Sandful system, I guess, uh, at league level, and you played with the Magpies and made your statewide Super League debut in round one uh, of that 2014 season against the Redlegs at the parade, and uh, it was a big night for you. Yeah, I, I remember that game vividly, um, playing on Kieran McGuinness, <laughs> who's actually... A very, very good defender yeah. um, and, a, and a pretty celebrated career. Um, and obviously being being an SA boy growing up in the city, you hear a fair, like, watch a lot of SNFL footy and um, knew how strong the competition was. Mm. Um, and only being pretty young and under 18 or coming out of the under 18 system, I was um, yeah a little bit intimidated, to be honest, going mm. around one Thursday night. I think it was at, a par- yeah. at the parade in front of a few thousand people. But... Um, I do remember we went down um, and then went on a, a, to win 10 games in a row um, and ultimately played in the final series and in the losing grand final my first year. So mm. I was really lucky that year to play in such a good team with some really good, good players around me to mm. help with my development a little bit. So, um, yeah, I remember a very enjoyable season, especially when you're winning. Um, yeah. But, yeah, very, very, very memorable night. Amazing uh, reward for you. Uh, for you uh, in your first season to be able to get through to that grand final, obviously, in your first year. But um, also in terms of role, from memory, you not only played key forward, but I think you rucked a little bit that year, yeah. a reasonable amount, didn't you? Because there was just yeah. absolutely lack of a ruckman. Uh, obviously, I think big Angus Brueggemann was there as well. Yeah, well, um, I think it was pretty early in the season. Actually, against um, North out at, mm-hmm. out at Prospect, um, and... Um, our teammate Brent Renouf, who was yes. rucking at the time in the Maggies, um, went down with a pretty bad knee injury, um, and, and Jared Redden was in uh, missed the, that full year with a with shoulder and knee injuries, I believe. Um, and yeah, obviously Matty Lobie was rucking at the time, so in, in the in the AFL team. So um, yeah, done a little bit of rucking in my juniors. Um, so yeah. sort of the club. I remember Buddha came to me and asked me. But I'm going to have to ruck and take it on board. So that's what I did. Um, I was probably a little bit un- undersized and um, didn't have sort of the knowledge I do now about yeah. how to use my body and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah I developed a fair bit in, that, in the ruck space that year. And, mm. um, yeah, we, I luckily had a pretty strong midfield around me to sort of maybe make it a little bit better than what I was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that, I remember that was uh, 
a very helpful year in my footy development to be able to play against some big, strong bodies and um, learn how to ruck and add another strength to my body other than just playing forward. And fair to say, you're using a bit of that um, this year as well. I've noticed particularly the last couple of weeks you're spending a bit more time in the centre square as a ruck. Yeah. Yeah, it's something um, me and Carrie had a chat about about three or four weeks ago and um, I'd obviously sort of been the number two, number three behind Blairy and Barnsley and would help out when I needed to and did that last year. Um, with Barnsley pretty well. Um, and obviously, yeah, forward was, was my go. And, um, yeah, just something we, we had a chat about with the midfielders and said, hey, let's give it a crack. We were struggling a little bit mm. um, in terms of win-losses. And, yeah, it's something in the last month that I've actually really enjoyed getting back in there um, and, yeah, have been able to get my hand on the ball a little bit and um, have sort of built some really good relationships with... Um, with sort of Aiden Tropiano, Max String, Tommy Schwartz, um, the guys at Campbell Coombe that spend a fair bit of time in there. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems to work out all right. So hopefully we can keep that going and keep yeah. getting a few wins. Definitely. And uh, when things finish for you at Port Adelaide at the end of 2015, faced with a decision of obviously trying to continue Sanford career, was there any doubt you'd head back to beloved prospect? Oh, not really, to be honest. Um, yeah, obviously gave it some thought and did the, the due diligence, but um, with Kari getting the job there, he was at Port Adelaide with me before that, and he gave me a call and said that he'd like me to come back, and um, yeah, gave it some thought, and obviously there was a fair few mates that I'd had previously, um, still playing there, and um, I guess, yeah, a little bit um, questioned a little bit at the time, because in 2015, um, North only won, I think, one game. So, sort of a few question marks as to where we were going as a team, but absolutely, in hindsight, made the best decision. And um, looking back on the past uh, four years now, it's been obviously a few ups and downs, but mm. obviously a highlight last year. So, um, yeah, couldn't have question that decision anymore. Yeah. Let's talk about that highlight indeed and what a remarkable run it was. Uh, um, have you had much time in the off-season to sort of reflect on what you achieved as a team and sort of some of the records you rewrote? Obviously, uh, the, the key ones being going from bottom to top and also from fifth to top. Yeah, um, I, I listened to Louis last week talk about and explain the way he felt after that that game and that, mm. that month of footy in the finals and probably described it really well that um, looking back on it we oh, I think at the time we didn't sort of um, appreciate and understand what we'd accomplished but mm. you sort of finish the season celebrate and then a few weeks after you start to think about the next year already so you don't really get too much time in footy to sort of um, appreciate what you've what you've achieved sometimes mm. um and I think um, looking back on it now, even though I just see pictures or hear stories or even just talking to fans after a game or whatever it may be, still talking about it and talking about their favourite moments and what it means to them, that's the stuff that stands out for me and you sort of understand um, how much it means to people and, and yourself as well. And I think that's what will, will be the highlight for me as the years go on. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just... You know, talking about it with the boys every now and then and gaining appreciation for what it means to other people. And, yep. yeah, you sort of... Number one, you work out how hard they are to win. Yeah. And number two, um, you know, how important footy is to people's lives. So, yeah. yeah, that's the best part about it. What was your most memorable part of the day? 
Um, oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think there's two parts that I've, I really, really stood out for me. The first one was when I walked out onto the ground for a kick before the game and mm. looking around the, the stadium, 40,000 people there, I was thinking, <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's a few people in here. <laughs> um, but, um, and then the second part was, I was actually on the bench um, late in the game and I remember seeing McInerney snapped the goal and put up yep. about 19 points up. And I, um, they, they'd be coming at us all the last quarter. We couldn't quite put them away, but I sort of looked at Kari. I thought, nah, surely not now. And yeah, sure enough, the time went yeah. about a minute odd later and yep. yeah, just running out on the ground and, and hugging the boys and just that emotion of um, achieving that was uh, something that definitely stands out. We'll never forget that moment. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine so, and uh, definitely that's driving you forward. Uh, obviously, you're still very young in your career, and um, you've still got the nucleus of last year's squad. You just need a bit more luck to roll your way. Mm. So no doubt the rest of this season you're keen to finish on a high. As you said, you had a good win against Central last week, and no doubt be looking to do the same in your 100th against Westies on Saturday. Yeah, certainly, certainly, mate. Um, we're... Yeah, it's been a disappointing year in terms of win-loss. Um, and there's no hiding from the fact we've had some changes in our team. We've had really good debut this year, which is really good for the club and really good for some of those guys who, who have stood up and played some good footy. Um, Dylan Aldridge, who's been really good the last month, mm. um, only came in this year. Lee Minavini's come back in and been really good yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so, there's, yeah, there's definitely we've had some change in our team, but we've... Worked really hard on the track the last sort of four to six weeks to change our, the way we were playing and some of the, the aspects of our game that were hurting us a bit. And um, I think the last month we've actually played some really good footy just in patches in games where we've lost it. Yep. But on the weekend we were able to sort of put a bit better four quarters performance together. Although there was some some aspects in that third quarter, I was thinking, "Oh no, here we go again." But to finish that game the way we did and to start the game the way we did. Um, was really positive and I think um, hopefully that can give us a bit of a launching pad to finish off the season really strongly and hopefully um, lead us into a big pre-season for next year as well. No doubt North Adelaide fans will be thinking the same thing. Mitch, well thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio and once again congratulations on reaching 100 statewide Super League games. Um, look forward to chatting to you in a couple of years time when you bring up uh, game number 200. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, Zach. That, that's the goal, definitely, mate. But, yeah, um, I'll see you around. Thanks for having me.